Chapter 10. Team members you'll need eventually. Now, the music industry is a lot like many other industries. You start out with a product, in our case, music. You use marketing to create demand, so music videos and TV appearances and live shows, for example, promotional shows. And finally, you set up distribution to meet the demand you created. Now, once you've established a successful brand, you can leverage it into other avenues through partnerships, merchandising deals, film roles, etc. Building up to that point and then managing everything once you do is a full-time job that requires a lot of help. Once you've created the assets to showcase your talent, you'll need to have a few key people in place. First, the most important person you'll need is a manager. So far, we've talked a lot about this one, but a manager is the first person you should be looking for once you have something to manage. Remember, this is a relationship-driven industry, so you'll want to make sure you get along with the manager you're working with. This can be a very long collaboration, and if things don't go well or if, or if you don't get along from the beginning, this might not be a good fit for you. You might want to keep looking. An entertainment lawyer. Now, a real estate lawyer is not a good choice here. When it comes to negotiating recording contracts and merchandising deals and things of this nature, things related directly to the entertainment industry, you want to find a specialist. Someone who's already familiar with these kinds of things, knows the terminologies, knows what reasonable demands are, knows what unreasonable demands are, knows what should be included and, and what shouldn't be. So you're going to want to shop around because good entertainment lawyers tend to be kind of on the expensive side. Now, one huge advantage with dealing with an entertainment lawyer is that many of them have existing relationships with major labels from previous deals they've brokered. So they could actually be a source of a potential deal. One thing I cannot overstate here, never sign anything without having a lawyer review it first. Of course, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't give you legal advice. So definitely go out and find yourself an entertainment lawyer when it comes to things like this. A booking agent. So depending on your market, this can take many forms. Uh, it could be a company that's specializing in booking shows in a particular region. Um, the manager himself can play this role if they have long-established relationships with show promoters. Or if promoters are contacting you directly, say through your website or your Facebook page, then you may just need someone to, to keep track of these requests and respond with rate cards, etc., and um, your availability. So you may, you may or may not need this person depending on how things go, but just something to keep in mind. An accountant. So there is a potential to make a lot of money very quickly in the music industry. Make sure you have an accountant and or a bookkeeper to ensure you're keeping track of your income and expenses and, very important, complying with applicable tax laws. Getting signed, for a, a, you know, getting signed to a $1 million deal doesn't now mean that you have a million dollars to splurge. You're definitely going to have expenses, be they recording or travel or promotion. And if no one keeps track, the money will be gone in no time with nothing to show for it. Now, for the rest of this list, you can typically wait until things start to jump off before you start adding these particular members to your team. Um, as soon as you can, though, they can become amazing assets if you choose well. First up is a publisher. Now, a publisher's main role is actually to find potential work for your songs. That is, try and place them in movies, commercials, and, or, or get your songs sent up to, to other singers. So if you don't have a publisher, then this isn't going to be happening unless you happen to have direct relationships with, with, with people in the movie industry or, or with other singers. Um, having said that, though, you don't have to rush to sign with a publisher in the beginning. And it's probably not a good idea to do that anyway. When you're a completely unknown writer, if you get signed to a, a, a 
fairly large publishing company, all that's going to really end up happening is you, you'll end up competing with the other much more established writers within that same company. So you're not even competing with writers in other companies. You're competing with writers within the same company. And you have a hard time getting any attention. Now, not signing also has a disadvantage because if, if you wait until you have some hits under your belt, um, you'll get a better deal and you'll get more attention. But in the meantime, you won't have anybody pitching your songs up until that point. The solution here is to go with smaller publishing companies. So you can almost get the best of both worlds. The issue of competing with much more established acts isn't so much of an issue. If, you know, if there's only four or five um, songwriters signed to a publisher, then you know, your chances of being heard are much higher now. And then in the meantime, this publisher is still pitching your songs to movies and commercials and any other avenue that can make additional income while you wait. You do also have the option of setting up your own publishing company if you like. Just keep in mind, it can be a lot of work. So make sure you do some research into it to decide if this is the best use of your time. It might be, but it might not be. A publicist. So when you talk about how great you are, you basically just come across as cocky. When someone else does it, that's publicity. Hiring a publicist as soon as you're able to can create a lot of really good exposure for your band and open doors that would otherwise have been unavailable. Publicity isn't always about income, however, so set realistic expectations. It's more about controlling the perception of your, your band. It's more about controlling the perception of your band and brand in the eyes of the public. Good publicity can lead to earning opportunities for sure, but bad publicity can absolutely ruin a career. A videographer and social media manager. So social media has become an important way for fans to connect with their favorite bands. Randomly dropping the occasional Instagram post, however, just isn't going to do much good. Having a content plan and clear objectives helps you to create content with a particular objective in mind. So for example, if you know you have an upcoming event that, you know, maybe an album launch, you want to tailor your, your, your social media posts to create a buzz around that, create excitement around that. Or if you have an an album that's about to come out or, or a single that's about to come out or, or a TV performance that you're about to do. You, know, you want to create excitement around these things and you can use your social media following to do just this. If someone in your band can help with this in the very beginning, then this will save you a lot of money um, and make sure that it's getting done consistently because you want to do this to, to, to help grow and maintain your, your, your fan base. Ideally though, once you, once you can afford to do it, you want to get a dedicated videographer and, and ideally someone who can also be your social media manager. Can be the same person, but doesn't necessarily have to be. But this is definitely someone who can be an asset to your team um, as soon as you can afford one. So, so have a plan in place wherever possible. Um, be deliberate about it. If you can share the work somehow, if you can get a family member to help, then this is fine too. But make sure it's, it's being done. A stylist. So... As a performer, you need to look the part in order to be taken seriously. Your clothes need to be right. Whether it's for live performances or interviews or music videos and charity events, you're going to have to wear something that's going to make you look like a star. Now, if you don't have this skill yourself, and most of us don't, many of us are in denial thinking that we do, but most of us do not have this skill, then you're definitely going to want to set aside some money to invest in a, a really good stylist. A stylist can help you in, in a number of ways in terms of shaping your image and helping you choose items of clothing. And they can actually help you shop. So even when they're not around, the, the principles that they show you based on what looks good on you can help 
can help guide what you buy moving forward. So you, you, you buy outfits that look good and are in keeping with the, the consistent brand that you've established. They will likely pick out outfits for you that you would never have thought of buying for yourself. And the thing that's going to shock you is they'll look great as a result. You would never have thought of it. So my advice to you is let the professionals do their thing. It's better to hire a stylist and they don't work out or they end up putting you in something that you don't like then you try to do it yourself and deny yourself of the possibility of looking amazing. A photographer. So you have many well-established artists that will only work with particular photographers because they have, they have um, created a, a long-term relationship with them. They understand what lighting is good for them, et cetera, et cetera. So once they find a good photographer, they'll, they'll hold on to this person for as long as they possibly can. Professional photos are an absolute necessity in this business. So you're going to want to find yourself a really good photographer that, that understands what you're trying to achieve. Um, this can literally be the difference between looking okay and looking amazing in photos and you know being forgotten or being remembered at award shows, for example, or, or um, at live performances. Now, once you find this person, wherever possible, use them for all your professional shots to keep your look consistent, to keep the branding consistent. Um, photographers are basically creating art. And you just happen to be the subject of that art. So if you can keep it consistent, this can be very helpful. Now, the, the, the exception here is um, major print magazines will typically want to use their own photographers when they're doing photo shoots for, for their magazines. So if you end up having to do a, a magazine photo shoot, just expect that your, your photographer may or may not be allowed to take part. So that's the list of team members that you want to be looking to build eventually. In the next chapter, we're going to be talking about the success triad.